Every once in a while, when I go around from place to place and lecture on counseling, and I find counselors who are either operating in the pastorate or as individuals uh, who have cases, I ask them to write out some of the problems they're dealing with and to hand these in to me in the form of uh, a brief synopsis of a case or a difficulty or a problem that they're confronting in counseling. I have one of those that I've brought along today for our broadcast. Here's how it goes. A Christian woman claims that all of her life she has been hurt by different people. She says that she just can't take hurt and has made several attempts on her life as an escape from difficult situations. She says that she is so sensitive that she tends to reject any counsel that is painful. She avoids intimate friendships for fear of hurt. How can she be helped? There are a lot of factors, of course, to keep in mind in responding to any specific situation, whether when people write in with questions or whether in a case like this where someone summarizes it, uh, whether we have enough of the facts to really deal with the problem adequately. Obviously, the facts here are highly interpreted by the person who writes the question. But let's assume, just for the sake of the discussion today, because what is said does typify many people, let's assume that the questioner has the facts straight and that insofar as we're able to deal with those facts, we're dealing with a real situation. So let's look at the question once more. Here's a Christian woman. She's a Christian. That's of importance. That's of critical importance in all counseling contexts. If a person is a Christian, you have all the resources of God's Word available, all the resources of the Spirit of God to enable a person to fulfill the commandments and the requirements of the Scriptures. So you're working with an entirely different entity when you're working with a Christian than when you're working with an unbeliever. That makes a lot of difference in counseling. As a matter of fact, when you begin to counsel an unbeliever, the, cr the most important objective that you must have in mind is winning that person to Jesus Christ, if at all possible. Only then does the real counseling in any le at any level of depth begin once a person can be dealt with in terms of his heart in relationship to God. So this woman's a Christian, but now, all of her life, she's had problems. Her problems are expressed in terms of a hurt. She says she's been hurt by people, and she says that she can't take hurt. Now, we probably can answer this difficulty in terms of the question itself. This woman says she can't take hurt even though she's being hurt and has been hurt all of her life. In her response, she has probably accurately put her finger on the real problem. She probably cannot take hurt. That is, she has never learned how to take it God's way. She has instead developed non-Christian patterns for responding to hurt. You see, she avoids intimate friendships for fear of hurt. She tends to reject any counsel that's painful. She's taken, uh, made several attempts on her life to escape from difficult situations. In other words, her whole philosophy of life is a non-Christian one. Rather than dealing with problems, rather than facing them up squarely, rather than handling them according to biblical principles and in God's ways, she has been running from problems for fear 
of being hurt by them or hurt by the people who are involved in them. In one way or another, she tries to avoid the difficulties around her. Well, that's a mistake. The Bible makes it very clear that we can never escape hurt. You can't escape it because that's the kind of world that we live in. You can't escape it because hurt in a world of sin is everywhere. And so she's going to have to learn how to face life's hurts and life's difficulties. And you see, her problem is is that she can't take hurt, she says. And the problem is that she's trying to take it. She's trying to be passive in the sight of hurt. In other words, just standing there taking it and somehow or other stiff upper lipping it. That is not a Christian response to the problem of hurt. When someone hurts us, our response has to be active, not passive. Our response is not merely to stand there and take it. Of course, we are to do that, but that's not all. And if that's all we have to do, of course, we're miserable in the face of hurt and eventually learn to flee from it. But when one understands the biblical way to respond to hurt, when one understands what the Bible requires of a person who is being hurt by another, he doesn't have the problem of simply standing there because he knows that he has been given directions. In Romans, the 12th chapter, we are told that we are to bless those who persecute us, bless and curse not. Now, you notice that's not a negative or a passive response to the hurt of persecution. When someone is out to hurt us, when he does hurt us, when he persecutes us, the Bible says we are to bless him. That is, we're to say good about him and we're to say good to him and we're to seek God's blessing upon him. There's a lot of things that we have to do and respond to hurt, you see. Immediately, those three things come to mind. We must do something good in our speech toward him. We must respond in a biblical and good and proper way toward him. We must speak to God properly about him, and we must uh, pray for him and seek to uh, do whatever we can to help him. Take another situation. It says, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him a drink. Here is an enemy, a person who wants to hurt you. And actively, rather than passively, you don't just sit there and let him go on hurting you. You turn the tables, you turn it all around on him, and you begin to go after him with good. You begin to go after him by doing good, providing for his needs. If he's hungry, you feed him. If he's thirsty, you give him something to drink. You look for whatever it is in your enemy that he needs desperately, and you give that to him. Finally, it's all summed up in verse 21 of chapter 12 of Romans. Do not be overcome or conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. You are to go out on the war path, out into the uh, battle, go into the fray and attack that which is hurting you and that person who is hurting you. Attack him with good. Attack him with all the good things you can do for him. That is not a passive response of taking it, standing there and taking it. And so we find the key to this woman's problem really lying in the area of how she responds to hurt. She tries to take it, and she tried that for a long while, but eventually she realized that she couldn't take it any longer, and so she then learned to run from hurt. Neither standing and taking it passively nor running from it are the biblical responses. But in the face of hurt, in the face of wrongdoing, in the face of persecution or cursing, 
in the face of slander, in the face of, of any kind of hurt, whatever, the Christian's response is to do good to the person who wants to hurt him. There is the answer. And when you are, instead of focusing upon the hurt that's being done, instead of focusing upon the person who is doing wrong to you, or instead of focusing upon where you can flee to escape from it or how you can get out from under the hurt, when you begin instead to focus upon what you can do good for that person, your whole mind is set on something entirely different. And you, like the Lord Jesus, will soon find it possible not only to take the hurt, but to say, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Lord, bless those who are being hurt by others that they may know how to respond in good and positive ways to overcome evil with good. We pray for Christ's sake. Amen.